Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Welcome back to another episode of the Final Cast with your hosts, Matt and Brad. What's going on, buddy? Oh, not a whole much. Uh, I don't know. Not a whole it, much? Yeah, not a whole lot. I don't know. I'm kind of like, I don't know. Kind of burnt out, I guess. On the working, yeah, tell me about it. That's life what, and stuff. Yeah, that's why I came in nice and tranquil and soft for our listeners <laughs> who've had a long day at work. Yeah, dude. So we've been working in the subdivision that we built. Like I started working there like 12 years ago, almost to the day. And every, every time I drive in there, I'm like, dude, I, I get so depressed. Cause I'm like, dude, it's been 12 years. Time has went so fast. It's only going to go faster and you're only going to get older. Yeah. It's, it's it dis- disappointing, dude. I'm like, ah, I hate driving through there. I mean, it's cool seeing the stuff that we did, but you know, like all the houses we built, but. I don't know, dude. Yeah, I mean, don't let them fool you, everybody. Three or four of them have fallen down. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're not wrong. That would suck. But yeah, dude, I know how you feel. Like I'm super burnout, and we've talked a little bit, but I'm just, I don't know, dude. I'm just ready to like retire, <laughs> <That'd be laughs> or nice. like become homeless or something. Like I don't know. I just don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to wake up and go to work. Like I want to wake up one day and be like, you know what, man, I'm just going to go fish yeah, and not worry sweet. about anything. That would be sweet. Yeah, that'd be dope. But alas, I'm only like, well, in today's economy, I'm only like 87 years away from being able to do that. So I'll be dead. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I'll be working until 90. But <sighs> so on this episode is actually the idea comes from one of our viewers, Brad on his Instagram put, uh, a question out what kind of shows would everyone like to see and all of them were great ideas so if you put one of those ideas just be aware we're probably going to do a show off that because we're in this weird time frame for a product review show where we've reviewed everything imaginable we could up to this point and now <laughs> it's just waiting for iCast crap to come out that i mean we're getting teasers like of course 
the like two days after we did the show about the new products that we're excited to see z-man drops like 77 things that yeah. we could have talked about but of course you know why not so you know whatever it's fine uh we'll hit so, it after i cast yeah we'll get, I mean, this, we'll get, we'll get glenn time. back on we'll get glenn on yeah. to talk about it that'd be fun yeah, we'll, we'll get someone who's not us like the guy you know who knows actually about it instead of just guys like me who make inappropriate nicknames for people's baits so <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so this idea, it comes from a viewer. Like I said, uh, we're going to talk about our rod and reel setups. Um, we're not going to jump into techniques too much just because we don't want to step on, uh, another show's toes, which <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't care anyway, but yeah, probably um, not, but I just don't want to get into how well, to fish yeah. bait and stuff. Yeah. I have to say I've, I've, I've gotten very, like, I'll talk about it eventually, like a little bit. But I've gotten to the point now that I just like don't want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, because I've talked about like how to work, like, how to work a jig, which I love talking about it. But there's just I just want to take a break for like six months and not talk about how to do a technique, and then I'll be fine to talk about it again. O'Doyle rules. I saw it. Yes. yes. <laughs> O'Doyle rules. That's what I got on my dry erase just, board behind me I that was actually Allie's it. idea i was sitting here thinking what should i put back here she said put o'doyle rules i was like uh, yes definitely. o'doyle rules that that is the best oh dude i'm so happy that's changed my whole mood for the day um so that's what the show's on brad start us off because i gotta get a little lip ski in shout out to copenhagen for shortening my lifespan and uh yeah so this this show uh talking about rods and reels um we're also going to incorporate like a, a re, uh, not a reel, uh, a rod review. So me and Matt, we're going to pick one or two of our favorite rods. I, I say we talk about the LRS and the X Matrix yep. and then give our honest opinion on it and whatnot. Yeah, but I'm done. I don't know. We should start off with just rod and reels in general, man. Like, let's. I mean, that sounds great to me. I'm, I'm about it. Um so you got a bunch of those, so you don't have to name off all of them if you don't want. I mean, there's there's a few. Um, I think so. As everyone knows me, I'm the uh, I, my, I love my nickname, the JDM Lord. But <laughs> I've moved actually all my rods over, which I talked about before on the show and to other people on Instagram posts and stuff. But I moved everything over pretty much from Mega Bass with a little bit of Saint Croix in there to Douglas rods this year. Uh, stupid happy about that. Because they are easily some of the best rods I've ever thrown. Um, super sensitive, super light. I don't get tired from casting all day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even my big swim bait rod compared to my uh, my Loomis big swim bait rod, like it's just a night and day difference of how light that rod is, but still loads up a six ounce lure and just casts it like a country mile, which is mm-hmm. money. Um, but when it comes to reels, I'm still the JDM Lord. Uh, it's nothing but Shimano. That's all I use. Uh, minus my wife's uh, setup, she's got a Zebco th- 33. I uh, saw that in your picture. Did you see the m- slab crappie that my wife got, dude? Yeah. I was so proud. I was. <laughs> oh was my! Awesome. You don't understand. So she calls my name. Pause on what we're actually going to talk about because this story is important. She calls my name. I'm I'm in the 127, the P127 with my back turned. We were just talking. She's like, I really hope I catch a fish because. Sadly for everyone out there, I've taken my wife out throwing spinner baits, Ned rigs, live bait, everything. 
never catches a fish with me. She hasn't caught a fish in like 10 years. I always feel terrible because I'll catch fish. And she's like, this is stupid. But so we took her out to a little spot and me and Brad know it's really easy to get a kayak on there and just enjoy it. So we got her and her SS 107, which sealed deal. She loved that boat. Nice. Uh, super comfortable. She was a huge fan. Um, but I, we, we were, I was throwing an Uzi swimmer on my, we'll get into it a little bit later, but on my favorite rod so far from X matrix or, uh, from Douglas, which is the X matrix, uh, seven, two, four F casting rod. That's a good one. I have it too. I love it, dude. I use it for swim baits. Um, very whippy swim, swim jigs. Sorry. I use it for like half ounce swim jigs and jackhammers. And I love it because it's whippy. Exactly. That, that top end super wants to go everywhere. So when I'm yep. throwing a jackhammer, I can really feel like if I'm in weeds, I can just feel that blade stop immediately yep. so I can rip it faster. So I don't have to drag it through weeds and possibly, because as you know, with jackhammers, if you're ripping them through weeds and you do it fast enough, you won't get hung up and fish will smack it on the rip. Yep. So you it saw just, it firsthand when me and Justin was doing it this past winter. I did. And the same thing happened when I was out there uh, fishing. I was throwing an Uzi underspin, which is the Mega Bass uh, swim jig with a little underspin that comes down on a like a point four five gauge wire down to a, just a willow. It's kind of like the Wicked Willow, but it has a swim head and skirt and all that fun stuff with a Kitek. And she's like, oh, I really hope I catch a fish. And I was going threw it out. And that tip is just zipping just going stuff it's going and then it just the tip just kind of stops and i was like oh i'm in some weeds so i just popped it out and i was like yeah babe i really hope you what and i just set the hook into a fish and i got a 15 inch bass like out of nowhere and she's like this is stupid and i was like baby we just got here it's gonna be yeah. okay i promise so i keep throwing keep throwing and then she just yells my name and i'm like this place we're at is really woody and like out there. So I was like, first thing I thought I was like, oh God, a cotton mouth or a water snake or something. She's going to freak out. Never want to kayak fish again. It's just <laughs> over. And I look, I turn around and she's looking at the front of her boat with her rod with about for people who are watching this, go to the YouTube video real quick and go to this time. It's like nine minutes and 20 seconds or something after the intro. But there was about this much line off the tip of her rod. <laughs> and she was getting ready to pull that fish in. I just yelled, stop. I was like, stop it. And she looks, she's like, what am I doing wrong? I was like, nothing. Just don't move. Don't really. Yeah, just leave it alone. Don't move your rod. I was like, she's going to high stick and snap a rod in half. And I mean, I've it's a Zebco. I, so have I, which is why I automatically. Now, with the Zebco, I don't care. I hope she breaks it so I can make her start using spinner rods and just not buy her another Zebco, but it'll never happen. But uh, I get over there in this place. Me and Brad's fish there 40 bajillion times, along with all the people mm -hmm. we fish with. There's bass, bluegill, uh, giant stupid carp, and turtles, and everything else under the sun, but we've never seen a crappie. Yeah. And lo and behold, on the end of this five-and-a-half-inch Kitek uh, swim bait I put, pearl white, is a 14-and-a-quarter-inch slab crappie. That thing was huge. Just, dude, it was monstrous. And she was like, oh, my God, I caught a fish. She held it, was super proud of that. That I got a re release video. thing got like 25,000 views on Instagram. <laughs> Just crushed anything I have. And uh, her first fish in 10 years, Fish Ohio. She gets a pin. She's super excited for it. Like, That's dead. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I I, uh, I caught another 20 this past weekend. I know, dude. And I, I, know. Ripped, I ripped the chatterbait out of the grass on the edge of the river. And he just slammed it. Like, oh, my gosh. It was nuts, dude. Slammed yeah. it and then jumped in the air, like, above my head. Dude, I, that's what you said. He jumped higher than your head, which was, like, 
That's in, I love when smallies do that because there's a little bit of fear, a little bit of pucker factor. Cause you're like, Oh no, they're going to fall off. And that's all I was going to do tomorrow. I, now I found out I can't go fish. I have to go to dinner, which is whatever. And, uh, I'm annoyed. I was so looking forward to fish. I needed to, but yeah. it's fine. It's fine. I was going to go Saturday after the tournament when we got done doing all the stuff. I got to go to a wedding. So you're going to be there doing stuff by yourself with my dad. So whatever, get more hours and more money. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, that's all I was going to do. I was going to bring one rod, the 724F with a jackhammer on it. And that's all I was going to throw the whole day, the whole night yeah. we went after work. I was just going to throw that because that's when it comes to largemouth. Yeah, dude, I can, I can, I've caught tons of largies on jackhammers, but I think I've only caught maybe 10 to 15 smallies on a jackhammer. I've only caught two on a jackhammer. Yeah. And it was, they're all, they're always typically always small. Like the biggest fish I've caught on a jackhammer, smallmouth wise, is like a 15 and a half inch fish. Dang. That's crazy. Like they're, they're all small, which Justin, is a, Justin huh? put up 92 using that jackhammer mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, it's, I, I just need to do it more. I, when we hit the river, I have zero confidence. I never have it tied on, but I have constant confidence in the swim jig, the Uzi yeah. that I've thrown and I get, I've caught like four fish on a swim jig in the river, but I've caught 15 with a jackhammer. I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw a spinner bait all day, but when it comes to chatter bait, I don't have confidence in the river with it, but yeah, now I do now that like I'll, I'll throw it more when the river's muddy for sure. Yeah, and I think that's that's what goes into it when it's clear. I don't know, like they're definitely maybe more hesitant, but we catch them in clear water with spinner baits. But I don't know. But when it's muddy, they can really feel and hear that thump. They probably come over a little bit faster because they're not seeing their food. It's no longer sight hunting; it's more other yeah. sense hunting. So yeah. when it's muddy, I think I'm definitely going to throw jackhammers and Colorado blade spinner baits. That's exactly I caught. Well, I was throwing a double willow. I caught a fish on a double willow. I picked up the Colorado blade, and then I was throwing the jackhammer. It, they all got bit. Yeah, I'm just going to – I think that's muddy water. I'm no longer – if it doesn't make some type of noise. Um, exactly. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk about what – the. so for me, I mean, I've got – on typical turn, tournament day, I bring – one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I bring between eight and ten rods. Um, they're all Douglases. Two of them, two of them are spinning rods. Actually, three of them. Three of them are spinning rods. Take that back. Um, the three spinning rods I bring are the uh uh lower my brain. The DXS 704F, which is a spinning rod um it's a seven foot four inch spinning or not seven foot four but yeah seven foot four no not seven foot four i'm an idiot seven foot um, medium yes it's a medium medium fast um i use that for big joshies wacky rigs um things like that just not necessarily all finesse some moving baits i'll throw like my little tiny vision 110 juniors on it just well that I rod can... is that rod's a little weird because it's rated for like a third to it ounce or something it's rated for a quarter to an ounce and it's a true quarter to an ounce like that's what's weird about it no yeah it's a third you're right um that's what's weird about it because i can throw a like super light lure like mm-hmm. that vision 110 junior mm-hmm. and bomb it and then i could throw and i've tried it and i've thrown a, a full one ounce lipless and it you say spinning this is the spinning version this is the spinning version yeah okay 
Yeah. I got the so you mentioned uh big Joshies, wacky rigs and stuff. I throw mine on the 724 uh, XF. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, Log on, and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, MidwayUSA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I don't, I mean, there's nothing, I wanted to go to an XF, which I have that rod. I've got a 724XF that I haven't really used yet. Like, I don't have a rod, a reel on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to do XF, but I'm, I'm so old school when it comes to certain techniques that I feel like I have to have a fast or I'm going to rip that bait from the fish. So I'm kind of in between. I'm probably just going to go to that and see how I like it and fish with that mm-hmm. a little bit. But the 704 has been great. And then Ned rigs fluctuates. So I either throw the DX DXS 610 XF, which is a medium light extra fast. And that's for my Ned rigs. Um, little tiny finesse jigs that have light wire hooks, um, like real finesse application drop shots. I'll probably use that for it, even though I want like a seven, six, I just haven't bought it yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want that rod too. the seven, six, three, seven, six, three. Yeah. Because that would be the perfect, like I can think of four spots right now that I would just throw nothing but drop shots on it. And I'd probably get bit all day and I would never want to use anything else. Um, but my Ned Rig rod, which you've seen in person, will change between the last JDM rod I have, which is a Megabass Hayuga medium light casting rod with a Shimano Alderbaran BFS reel. BFS stands for Bait Finesse Systems, um, which is designed to throw super light trout tackle. But as Americans, we never leave anything alone. So I use it for Ned Rigs and things like that. And it is awesome. For the mm-hmm. fact that, and you've seen it, like we could cast to the same spot and with a spinning rod, you can be pretty accurate, but I could cast to that spot or I can cast 20 yards past that spot and still be accurate because I'm casting such a light lure. I mean, a fifth ounce net head and I'm casting it. You cast it one time, like 40 mm-hmm. or 50 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, it just goes. The uh, So I have a uh, X Matrix 724 F rod. It's a casting and that mm-hmm. is the closest thing that Douglas makes to like a BFS rod without it being BFS because it throws an eighth ounce. It does. Mm-hmm. Well, they make the seven oh the did you have what you said seven oh three? The seven two four F. So it's weird. They have a uh seven oh three MF, which is a seven foot medium light, moderate fast. Yeah. If they could get that to be like a um uh, a mod or a, just a fast or an extra fast, they could probably bump that quarter ounce to five eighth ounce rating down. 
because um, it'll throw lighter stuff, and then you'd have a legit BFS rod. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I've seen you. You've thrown real light joshies on that and just bombed yeah, eight them. Yeah, Yeah, and just bombed them, and it was fine. So, I mean, it was below the rating, and it was great. So It's it's weird throwing a finesse swim bait on a casting rod, though. Like, I don't feel like I got as much control of, of the depth that I do like a spinning rod. Yeah, I'll give you that, um, which is why I don't really throw – like, I well, don't like throwing finesse. I don't like th- – see, I, I'm on. I'm with you on that. Like, I'll throw a Ned Rig all day yeah. because I'll just let it sink. Like, I'm not controlling the depth of the Ned Rig. Yeah. I, I just want it to hit the bottom and then take it off. But I, I know where you're coming from because I feel like I can't feel the weight of the bait as much Yeah, as I can with the spinning rod. But, you know, that's just- you can feel the bite, though, man. That thing like, – that 724F rod is really whippy, man. And uh, yeah, I don't even know. I love that rod though. It's paired with a Shimano uh, Scorpion MGL, which is a just... sick reel. Oh man, <laughs> it's my favorite reel by far that I own. Yeah, I mean, I like it almost as much as my Bantam MGL. Um, and that's that's probably one of my favorite reels. Probably my, I don't know, because I have a Metanium. I've got the uh, um. The Metanium DC, which I love, it casts great. The bad thing, I'm starting to get away from DCs a little bit more now, except for the Metaniums. But like my Corrado DCs, I got a couple of them floating around still, but I'm getting ready to upgrade all those. Uh, I tend uh, I'm MGLs. I can cast oh, them farther. Yeah, yeah. I can cast them farther with lighter line and lighter lures. Um, so I don't have to worry about them as much. Uh, the MGL technology is insane. Like, it's just insane. Like, I want someone who designed it to explain it to me because I understand it. Like, I've read about it, but mm-hmm. like, it's just the whole technology is insane. Just to me, just I don't know. It just makes everything better. Any MGL reel I have, I can tune it right to where I can bomb a cast past a DC all day. My Metanium can keep up pretty good. And then my uh, uh, Antares DC that can keep up with most of my MGL reels. But I mean, brand new, the reel's like 800 bucks. So I really hope it could. Yeah, couldn't. I, I don't know why anyone would spend that much money. So we really need uh, to find somebody though that we can get on to talk about real technology because that'd be a cool episode. Yeah, I mean, especially like the JDM world, real technology is insane because they continue like they they haven't really updated anything major in the last couple of years, but they're still light years ahead of everybody else, in my opinion. Like yeah. Luz makes like I've got a BB one right here. This Luz reel is a great reel. I've had this thing for like six or seven years, and I love it. But, um. Shimano and Daiwa and you know these companies that are making this stuff, it's just so far ahead of anything else out there. Yep. Um, even in spinning technology. I mean, all my spinning reels are Shimano. They're either Stratics or Banfords. Just yep. that's all I have. Um I um let me see. So I have I have a Shimano Nasky. Is that how you say it? Nasky? Nasky? Yeah, the Nasky. Yeah, yeah. I, it's probably pronounced different. I call it the nasty because I like nasty. it. I think for a hundred bucks, bucks, it's a it's a great reel. I mean, it's hard yeah. To do it. uh, I I feel like there's better reels for hundred bucks. That's just me though. See, that's like, that's that's another show right there. It is another show, but it's a good show. I got that reel put on a uh, what, what rod is that? I think it's my seven two four XF. Yep. And it, that, I, I like that combo because that's like my, I, I, I consider it like my nitty gritty getting down and dirty 
like combo, yeah, waiting combo, throwing it in the bottom of the kayak, you know, while I'm paddling. Uh, it's just it's a it's a workhorse type combo, and yeah, I mean that thing like I, I can cast it fine. It casts far and like setting the hook with an extra fast reel with a like finesse swim bait like a Joshi. It's just it's nice. I like it, but I'd I'd like to upgrade the reel. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. So, like, anybody, if you look at any of my Instagram photos whenever I've ever taken pictures of, like, my reels, you can see scratches on them and scuffs. And, like, my metanium has, like, a little chunk missing out of it. Like, they're all tools to me. Like, I treat, and I probably shouldn't do this, but I treat them all like workhorse reels. Like, when we were down in Dale Hollow, my Terry's handle fell off. (laughs) yeah or not the handle but the the clutch button fell off and i was like oh no like thank god i had scupper plugs in or i would have been screwed that would have sucked yeah i've had that happen before well luckily i was like before because i just had my hand i was like can i use this without it and i could so i didn't really care it's just i just had to hit a little button like a little knob i was like screw (laughs) it i don't even then i got it back on it works so i was like whatever um but all my reels i mean i beat them all up to where I mean, I clean them. They're all internally perfect, but like, I'm not the guy who can sell secondhand reels just because it's like, oh yeah, internally it's great, but on the outside it looks like Third Street in Dayton. Like, <laughs> it's just not good. Which is not a good spot, by the way. Don't go fishing there. Yeah, yeah, no, don't don't go there. Period. Uh, I do, I do all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we have. That doesn't mean I enjoy it. Yeah. Like, there's some you see some like if you're young. If you're listening to this and you're young, A, I'm sorry for some of the stuff I've said in the last couple of months. And B, <laughs> if you want to learn some stuff, just go there and look under the bridges and you'll learn some life lessons of things not to do. <laughs> yeah. Every bridge <laughs> but, in Dayton seems like it's like bad. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. did you hear about uh, the guy falling in the river? Uh, I didn't until I saw your uh, Instagram story, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna suck for him," because <laughs> you're fishing they, the same stretch. Yeah, they found him down in Moraine, like yeah, two minutes two minutes away from my house. But oh they, yeah, I mean, he... another body was found today. Great, just yeah. great, great. We're and down, I, that was I down just, in Miamisburg. I just feel like like, and I don't mean this anyway. I'm sorry for that happened. It sucks. It really does. Condolences to the family for sure, but. Last year, there was a ton of water rescues and drownings and stuff like this. This year, it's yeah. the same thing. I can imagine something's going to, they're going to put some regulation on the, on the rivers to where you got to check in. You can't be on a certain time. Like I can, I can foresee that happening. Yeah. And uh, that's going to suck. So people, if you're on the river, wear a PFD. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Wear a PFD. It, if you're not, you're just going to ruin it for everybody else. Well, you either that or die, which oh, yeah. Ultimately, we're ruining it for everybody else. So, like, yeah, that's you know, what I'm saying. Save your, save your life and save my hobby, or I'm just gonna break the law, and I'd rather not. So, <laughs> like, that's pretty much where I'm at. Like, I, I mean, I'm, I'll still do it, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that that seven two four is is so slick. Um, and then one rod. It's actually my other favorite rod. It's not a spinning rod because I go back and forth from those all the time. And I'm not a huge mm-hmm. spinning rod guy. Just like if I can make my BFS rod feel exactly like I could for my mm-hmm. um, uh, my uh, 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 704, then I would. But I can't, so I'm not. Um, is the LRS, it's my new uh, big swim bait rod. It's uh, 
I've been a G Loomis guy for swim bait rods because I just feel like they load up the best. They have the truest weight rate, weight rating. Um, but I recently, well, not really recently, well, maybe, I don't know, a while ago, I got a 766XF extra fast and I use it for like Huddleston's and mag drafts and then some of my smaller glides that are still heavy, but some of my smaller glides that I can just rip out of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's what's crazy about it is two things. One, it's stupid light. Like I talked about at the beginning, all of Douglas's stuff is ridiculously light and it makes casting a dream and I don't have to worry about nothing. But second, it's a heavy extra fast with a three, three quarter all the way up to a four ounce lure rating. And it is a true three quarter to four ounce. I've thrown a three quarter bait on it. It casts fine. And I've thrown a four ounce bait on it and cast fine. And that's, insane. that's awesome. I mean, yeah. it's just insane. That's the, that's the thing about Douglas, man. They uh, their weight weight ratings on the rods is pretty impressive. Like it goes from, you know, one end of the spectrum to the other. It seems like. Well, yeah, and that's like with that medium uh, spinning rod. When I first got it, it was you know a, a third up to an ounce. And I was yep. like, "There's no way." No, yeah, I thought true. that was weird. So did I. It's a really weird weight rating, but I wanted yeah. it just in case. Like worst case, let's say I can only take one spinning rod and one casting rod. I've been, I was able to, I can finesse a fifth on that spinning rod and still cast it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that would be an easy one spinning rod to bring because it does everything. I can do pretty much whatever I want. I could just one rod it and call it a day, but it gives me that. And then for casting rods, um, it's the seven, two, uh, not the seven, two, four, the seven, four F. I mean, it's another three ounce, three, three quarter to an ounce. I can mm-hmm. do all I want to do on it. Throw ounce swim baits, throw, crankbaits chatterbaits the whole nine does everything so they're great all around do everything rods which is if you're wanting to get into fishing or if you wanting to get a new rod that does everything they do everything like yeah i would have i wouldn't hesitate to throw a frog on the 704 at all right like it would be. Uh, well i got i got two rods similar like that it's the uh i got two setups that are exactly identical just because i throw chatter baits on one. Like I put a chatter bait on one and then I put the Texas rig on the other. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the LRS seven, four, four F. And that's kind of similar. Cause it's a five sixteenths rating to a ounce and a half. And, uh, yep. like I said, I'll throw my spinner baits and chatter baits on it. And it all falls in between there. Like I could throw so much more on it if I wanted to, uh, ounce, jigs ounce and a half jigs ounce and a quarter jigs whatever mm-hmm. but I, I i throw jigs texas rig worms spinner baits chatter baits um i've thrown the glide bait on it uh it it's nice for everything and i got that paired with a shimano crado dc on both of those re, uh, rods yeah on on the the 704 i've got which will also go to the 724 it's a bantam mgl which is amazing um bantam gl and then yep and then the other rod that like casting wise that i just can't get over um is gotta be the oh man i'm i'm just struggling today to talk um the 74f which is a casting rod it's for my jigs and i'm still one of those guys who i'm old school i have to have a rod for every technique so that rod gives me the versatility to throw whatever jig I want. And I've got that paired up onto a uh, uh, SLX MGL, which has been fantastic. Um, 
I love that rod and the MGL technology, even the SLX MGLs, it's an inexpensive reel. I think it comes mm. in at 149 bucks. That's not bad. Um, no. And it's, it's an MGL reel. It's super <clears throat> smooth. It casts great. I want to say it's 149. I could be off. So don't believe me. Do a Google search. Google knows more than I do. Um, but it's a super smooth reel and it's inexpensive. And that's like the reel, like you do with your nasty. I just, I don't care. Like I just beat it to death. It, it just works great. Um, but yeah, those, those two setups, I mean, they'll do everything for me. It's great. Yeah, that is nice. The, uh, let me see. I talked about my seven, two, four, uh, XF talked about that one. I didn't talk about my, um, where's it at? There it is. My Douglas LRS seven Oh four M and my Shimano SLX, which it, it's a budget combo. I throw I threw it together just because I don't I don't use it much, but I tend I like to throw that combo with my jerk baits, uh, well crank baits first, but then jerk baits and whopper plopper or whatever something with treble hooks. And I, I have mono on that as well, just to give that little extra stretch. That rod has so much play. Like you get hit mm-hmm. on the whopper plopper or something, you don't even have to set the hook. You just you know, slightly lean into it. And it's like a perfect hook set every time. Yeah. See, that's, that's awesome. See, so for my crankbaits, I use a 703 MF, which is a, the medium light, moderate fast. I use it for crankbait and I have a S or a, a Scorpion DC on that bad boy. And mm. uh, that thing is all, and it's kind of the same concept with that crank. Like I can just lean into it a little bit and it does the job. Great. Like yeah. it just, I used to, I used to have like a seven foot uh, Fenwick before this and I had braid on it and I throw my top water. It's like a seven foot medium fast action. I'd, I would be whopper plopping and I'd like set the hook with it. It would just rip it out of the fish's mouth. I'm like, I got to change something because this ain't working. Yeah. I mean, I really think that rod probably would have still worked. It's just the fact with braid, like a lot of guys like throwing braid for top water and depending like obviously frog. Yeah. Throw braid. Yeah. You don't want any stretch. <clears throat> Um, but for everything else, if it's got a treble hook in it, I'm throwing mono. I yep. just am. I don't care what it is. Like it could be a, uh, like a wake bait. Wow. That's mm-hmm. super white on my camera, but whatever. It could be a wake bait. There we go. That's, a um, it is dude. Dark horse box. Nice. Great. Dude, bait. there, I, I have been, let's talk about that for a second. I have been really impressed. I have the dabble pack. Mm-hmm. I've been really impressed with everything I've gotten since I became a subscriber. Yeah. There, I don't think there's one thing like there's been maybe one or two things and it's not that it was bad. It was just like something I wouldn't throw. Yeah. Like, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like I just wouldn't throw it. Like for instance, like I don't like throwing triple jointed baits. I just don't, oh, but yeah. this looks really good. Like that chartreuse top and bottom, like this would get bit all day long. Oh, I'm just yeah. not a huge fan of throwing triple joints. Um, but then you got like things like, like all, everything I'm showing came out of the dabble packs or not the dabble packs, the, ch- uh, champions box or whatever. Are you still like subscribed that. to that? Of course I am. I got, I didn't know if you bumped down so. to weekend warrior or what? Oh no. I still get the big boy. Cause I get, I get glides in it this month. I wish I had the box down here cause this month's glide. Oh, it's so nice. <laughs> it's so nice. That's but like awesome. this, this flat body crankbait. Like that would just smack. Like I, that's gonna be tied on for the river, either that one or this big sucker, which has that just one looks the so sweet. 
I mean, just the sickest paint job. I mean, these are all so everything with uh, the dabble packs. The as I just hooked myself in the leg, the <laughs> I, I, I put owner that. hooks on everything, dude. So they're all stickier and crap. Yeah. Um, the dabble pack, the weekender, the champ box, like everything they get are from either small companies or they're hand painted by guys which actually led to like all the pictures I posted in the last couple months about glides have all been from dark corner customs. You were just asking me about them doing some yep. custom stuff. But like, for instance, this was hand painted by him. Yeah, it's cool again. They, they, uh, I got in a dabble pack, a, uh, a spook that is painted that exact pattern. And it's from Robusto Custom Lures. It yeah, I've got some things cool. from Robusto. Robusto's awesome. Like, everything I've got from them. Like, everything they've picked has been great. Like, no one can really complain about them, like, at all, in my opinion. Because there's something, like, especially in the chant box, like, you pay 80 bucks a month. It's expensive, but you're getting a lot of, like, awesome stuff in it that would cost you more than the box itself. Mm-hmm. And it's not, like, no-name stuff. Like, it's actual, legit stuff. What? Yeah. Huh? What are you laughing at? <laughs> you want my burp? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I don't know. Like I that, so there's either a new string of COVID go around or something, but like everyone at work, like I don't feel like I have COVID. I just feel like I'm sore, I'm nauseated. Like that's, that's why like I couldn't we couldn't do this the night before because we typically record on a different night. <laughs> And I just couldn't do it because I was like, I got home from work and I think I texted you because I got off at five. I was like, dude, I'm just not doing it tonight. I just don't, I can't, yeah. I can't talk. Like, yeah. and my freaking gas station ran on my dips. So I'm chewing Copenhagen wintergreen. It's making my mouth feel <laughs> weird. Like, that's not like my whole life's upside down right now. Uh, I haven't got to fish in like a week, which sucks. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just overall just not, not, not a great time, but it's okay. We're almost we're almost to August where I can fish all the time, and I'll be in Florida fishing, and you know it's all right. So yeah, a couple more weeks, dude. Okay. I know, dude. I'm just ready to get there. Um, but yeah, if you haven't checked out Dark Horse, go check them out. They're good buddies of me and Brad. They're they're good dudes. Uh, and I promise you, whatever box you get, whether you get the Dabble Pack, the Weekender, or the Champ, you're gonna enjoy the box. We so. ain't even we ain't, we ugh, I can't talk. We aren't even sponsored by them. It's just no. something. I like their stuff, their box. It's yeah, cool. I mean, it's it, and this is I mean, like with that, they're not sponsored by him. I mean, I tell guys all the time, like because you and me, we're pro staffed, and I mean, I I wouldn't really call it sponsored, but we're on factory teams and stuff for other companies, and mm-hmm. all those companies we were using their products first. Like if I got an email tomorrow and it's like, hey man, you're not part of Yak Gadget anymore, I'd be like, all right, cool. I'm just yeah. gonna keep buying stuff though. Yeah, like, nothing's nothing's gonna change, like. Like, oh, you can't, we're, you're not part of bending branches anymore. Okay, cool. I'm because you make the best paddle. If I need a paddle, yeah. I'm gonna buy a bending branches paddle. Like, it's just how yeah, it is. Like, I'll I'm, still use the Angler Pro. Heck yeah. Yeah. I mean, all day long. There's, I mean, so we're not sponsored by Dark Horse in any way, shape, or form, but it's a great product that gives you value for your money. Unlike, you know, a lot of the other boxes out there i'm not even saying because you all know who they are they've been around forever and they used to be really good now they're big old fat poo poo and they're full i've never been uh, subscribed to any other box dude i was so screw it i don't care they don't listen to us anyway so i've been subscribed to lucky tackle box i've been subscribed to mystery tackle box i've been subscribed to the bass battle box or not battle box but uh uh it's like a bass i can't even remember what it is i was only subscribed for like two months and 
the MTB box was awesome in the beginning because you were mm-hmm. getting like name brand stuff, full packs, and then it slowly started like the hooks you were getting were like Daiichi hooks, which aren't like bad, but like you're getting two instead of four, and you're getting half packs and sample packs. And I was like, all right, screw that. So I went to the Lucky Tackle Box and then came out. Same thing happened. And I was like, well, this is dumb. So I've yeah. I've hated subscription boxes. And I thought the same thing of the champ box until I saw Dark Horse post a picture of what their champ box was last month. And I was like, dude, I got to get on this. And I have not been like not happy one time. Yeah. Like everything I've got, like I think I have, I know I have a box floating around here, down here somewhere. But I'm, I'm basically doing it just to build up my arsenal because everybody who listens to the show, they know that I only, I only own three tackle boxes total of stuff. So I'm trying to build my arsenal up a little bit. Just. You know, whatever. yeah, I wish I really wish that was me because I've got too much crap. Like, you I just can give do. some to me, I wouldn't care. I come over, you know, where I live, <laughs> you've been here, you can, you know, the door code, like the garage code, just come in. I don't care, like, take some crap. I don't like, I, I won't miss it. I don't know. I have two boxes, I still have to give stuff to Jimmy. Jimmy, for listening, I haven't forgotten. I just for keep forgetting. I'm remembering right now, <laughs> but I forget every other day. Like, I meant to stop at the post office, get a flat rate box, and oh, ship it man. to him. Yeah, and I'd always go to Taco Bell before I go to work because they do breakfast again. So yeah. my little heart, my fat kid's really happy. And I drive by the post office and I look at it. I was like, Oh, oh no! And I was like, I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and then I don't do yeah. it tomorrow. So yeah, and then you do it again the next day. You drive by, and you're like, Dang! Every day, dude. I get Taco Bell breakfast every single morning. Every Crunch morning. wrap breakfast thing. Oh, oh my gosh, so good, dude! It's so good with oh the cinnamon God. with the cinnamon things. Yes, you get two of those. I get a large Mountain Dew, no ice, and I get that with no sauce. Their sauce is a little like, I don't know, it feels chunky, so I don't oh, like it. Oh man, uh, dude, it's so good every morning. But hey, die of a heart attack at age forty-five. I don't care. That gives me fourteen more years. <laughs> so this is the Dark Horse Champions box. It comes in this awesome black box with this dope sticker that I never really care to look at. Uh, it comes with this, which. Is just a shout out. They have a podcast. Go listen to them. It's a hilarious podcast. Brad, you've been a guest. I haven't been a guest because Josh doesn't like me, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, like, Dude, so those guys are crazy. Like, their podcast is crazy. Oh, it's awesome. I love listening to it. It just, you know, they don't like me <laughs> enough to wall. be on there. So it's fun. But this is one thing I was super pumped about. So, Dark Horse or Dark Corner Custom Crankbaits, guy who makes all that. And he, uh, this is last month's box. I haven't had a chance to tie it on yet. But it's called the Creek Chub. And it's basically a topwater wake bait with a little spin tail. And that looks just like a Creek Chub. It's a little bit bigger. But man, this this would smack. This would smack on the river because it looks like Creek Chub, but also looks like small, small mouth. And small mouth are just dicks and they eat each other. So, (laughs) like, that's awesome. There's some of the baits I showed came out of this box. But it tells you everything you got in the box on a card um but like for instance this blank if i cannot it's a battalion blank from mega bass it's a whole different colorway that's weird looking it's awesome though these things are money during bluegill spawn throw these that's why i haven't thrown it yet because i got it after bluegill spawn it would still tear up now but like that and then that's it you get a bunch of fuzzy stuff like, if you could not put this in mind, that'd be great. I mean, it's cool. <laughs> it just gets everywhere. My wife's mad. This is about one of the only blanks that I'll throw that's a three-joint. It's a gantro. Oh, that's weird looking. 
it's the colorways so different. I think it would get destroyed. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. But yeah. Uh, then you get like little crankbaits and stuff. Like this is, if you if you did this box for three or four months, you could have two or full. three boxes. Yeah. At least at least two boxes full. Probably a third. And you'd be able to get some swim baits and stuff like that to where if you were, you know, timid about it, you're getting other baits like this wake bait came in that box. All those other things I showed you came in the box. I'd like to do it. I'm just too poor. <laughs> no, you're too much of a money pincher. But that's okay. It's not a bad thing. So we went in a big rabbit hole here. Yeah, dude, that's what oh. any show you and me or you mean Jimmy are on. That's all. It's never, there's never a topic. We just talk about everything. It's all but right. Ba- I, I Going back it. to the rods, though, I only have one other rod to share rod combo okay, to I, share. i've got like four so you do you okay uh the last one i have i only have six rods total last one i have is the uh my favorite rod well i'm not gonna take it back it's my second favorite rod the douglas x matrix 610 i was XF. waiting for you to talk about that that's your favorite rod shut up and that's your favorite rod. Stratic fl no my my 724 xf's my favorite mm. yes. what do you catch more fish on the 724F. Bull Actually, crap. not this year. Actually, the 744F is the one I catch most fish on this year. Just because the river's been dirty, so I've been throwing spinner baits all year. Yeah, okay, I'll give you that. But I, but I, I just... the Big Joshy, I'm telling you, I throw the Big Joshy more than anything in my arsenal. And I use the 724F for that, XF for that. Okay, okay. But I'm just saying, the Nedry King, not talking about his Nedry Rod. My Ned Rig Rod, X, X Matrix 6103XF. I like the XF for anything finesse. Just, you yeah. know, I got to set the hook that hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, got it paired with a Shimano Stratic FL. And uh, great reel. I like I like that one, too. It's like nitty and gritty uh, rod and reel like I was telling you about. It That reel's sealed bearings. So it makes it nice on the river. You're not going to get a bunch of crap in the bearings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, that combo is awesome. I like it. So uh, we'll talk about my next combo. Uh, my next combo is the uh, DXS six ten three XF. Also, uh, and it, it was it's my Ned Rig rod when I'm not trying to be. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. 
Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Special with the BFS system, which I go back and forth between two, and I have it paired with a Vanford 2500, uh, which as much as I've been a Stratic guy and I never thought when they released the Vanford, I was like, nothing's ever going to beat the Stratic CI4. Nothing will. It's just not possible. Yeah, the Vanford beat the Stratic CI4. Uh, there were some people like Justin, our buddy, he was like, yeah, the, I don't like the Vanford. It's clunky. And I was like, man, I don't know how you're saying that I can bomb a cast with it. It's smoother and smooth. Uh, he doesn't like yeah. it. Yeah. He said he was, it was like clunky. He's like, some people said it's clunky, or maybe he said some people said it was clunky. Huh. Maybe he said that and he had no issues. I think that's what it was. I don't know. My brain sucks, but some people said they're like, oh, it's not as good as this, the Stratic. It's, it feels clunkier and blah. I don't think that. I think it's smoother than the Stratic, personally. I still love my Stratics. I got two of them. I still love them. But that rod is just so, like, you kind of, you, you, you skip the, it's a Nedrig rod because you can feel everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, everything. Yeah. Like, you're feeling every pebble, every rock. You can feel different. Like, I know you've noticed it. You can feel current changes. Mm-hmm. If you're coming up, uh, like, a slope or something, the currents in shallower water, you can feel it. Like before the bait moves, you'll feel the current start to pull a little bit more. You feel everything. Like to the point when I first got it and I was throwing it, I thought I had, was getting a bite like every two seconds because I was just feeling stuff <laughs> I hadn't felt with the spinning rod. And I yeah. had AVXs and Legends fish the same spots and never felt some of the stuff I, I felt. So that rod is awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just a great rod. And then with the Vanford, it's it's a money setup. And I that's like my princess setup. I don't beat that up. Yeah. I take care of it. Like, it always goes back into a rod tube. Like, it doesn't sit on the side stages. It goes into a rod tube. So, it's all, sitting up. All like my it's rods not. do. That's, that's like the only one. Everything else I'll throw. Like, the other stuff when we went out and I didn't have rod stages on the SS yet because yeah. I had not put the rear ones on. I was just laid them on the deck in front of me. Like, I was like, yep. dude, I hope I don't step on any of these. But it worked out. <laughs> That would suck. Um, yeah, that would suck major. Um, so I've got that. I talked a little bit more or earlier about the 744 that I've got uh, that I use for jigs. Do you have it's the uh, X Matrix version or LRS? X Matrix. See, I want to do that. I want to sell my LRS and get the X Matrix. Which, it's... I mean, I yeah, I guess I, I might do it with one of them just because one, one rod I use for jigs and finesse stuff and like I said, worms, the other, mm-hmm. I, I use moving baits. So if I'm using moving baits, I'm sticking with my LRS. I don't need the extra sensitivity for it. Yeah, you really don't. Um, I went all at, so I had sold all my mega bass rods to pretty much one person. Uh, Cam bought like all my rods. <laughs> and so I bought all X matrix just because for people who don't know the aftermarket for mega bass rods is like insane. It's at least retail value or more. Um, so I was able to splurge a little get bit and get all, I have all my rods minus two or X matrix. The two I have that are mm-hmm. LRSs are the swim bait rod I talked about earlier, which is the, uh, seven, six, mm-hmm. uh, seven, yeah, seven, four or no, that's seven, six. Yeah. It's seven, six, seven, six, four at, or XF. 
which is that rod I talked about. And then I have a, uh, I have the 704F LRS rod, spinning rod, that I have topwater on. It's all I have on it right now. Rico poppers on top of it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll throw a Rico popper, the the whopper plopper, um, anything like that. And I that LRS rod for topwater baits, like I'm not worried about mm-hmm. kind of the same thing you do with moving baits. I don't care about sensitivity. Yeah. Because it's topwater. Like I'm seeing the lure. Yeah. Um, and if it's like if I'm throwing a wake bait on top, it's still it's still I'm like I'm not worried about stuff like making sure I feel the bottom or feel structure. I don't care. I'm seeing the lure nine times out of ten. Um, I've got that paired up with a Stratic FL as well, twenty five hundred. Um, that's my go to size. I don't I'm not a huge fan of three thousands. I think they're too yeah, big. Same here. Yeah, they're just too big for me. That was that's thirty five three thousands like your standard. I don't like it. It's too big. Um, it it's just big. It's big and awkward and weird. Um, even on all my casting setups, the only reels that I have with a hundred, like a 150 size spool are my Crado DCs and my Metanium. Everything else yep. is a smaller spool. Um, cause I have enough line to make, like, I'm not Kevin Van Dam, but I'm not making like 90 yard casts. I'm just not, I can make, I can bomb a cast. I just can't do it that way. So I just like how they fit in the hand a little bit smaller presentation. Um, like for instance, I don't tie it on a whole lot up here just because I don't have a reason to. Um, but this is my other SLX MGL. I use it for pitching and flipping. Like I had it when I went down to Dale Hollow, but it's a super small spool. Um, it's an 8-2 to gear ratio. It I might have to pick me up one of those to replace my SLX. It's an 8-2 to 1. So if you need a, if you want a fast reel. I don't know if I'll need a five fast reel. It's, it it's literally just it's sitting on my desk. I have this. I'm looking at two SLX DCs, uh, Abu Garcia Revo Rocket 10 to 1. I'm looking at a Shimano Tranks 400 or a 300 just sitting here with the power handle. Like I've got I've got rods sitting over there. I've got six St. Croix, <laughs> a Corrado DC, and a Dobbin swim bait rod. Like I've just Dobbins, Jimmy would be proud. <clears throat> yeah, I know. I've also got a Corrado DC sitting here, not doing anything. Uh, so it's a six-two. <laughs> like <laughs> that's crazy. Um, but yeah, one real I will say that that LRS swim bait combo. I've got that paired up with a Scorpion, <clears throat> a Shimano Scorpion MGL uh, MD. That real is freaking sweet. Dude, it's insane. So that it's a swim bait reel. It's a 300 size. MD stands for Monster Drive, uh, which to go super technical, go to Shimano's website because I don't really understand it. But it it makes throwing swim baits. I just feel like the braking system in it is so much smoother for like three ounce swim baits. It's awesome. Like you it saw, has, I was throwing a big three ounce glide halfway yeah. across the river at one of the wider points, and it was casting fine. And it has an audible drag. I think that's freaking sweet. I love it, dude. I love it. So, so cool. Like, I sh- I shouldn't love it because it's on a swim bait rod, but like I've only thrown my swim baits in the river this year, and I'm not, you know, Nick, so I'm not catching smallmouth on all the time, ever. Yeah. But I can't wait to catch it and just hear drag get pulled in here. Yeah. Like, I'm do they make a smaller here. version of that? They do not, but they oh, make dang. a couple other like my uh, Shimano Accents. That's a DC. Um, that one has an audible drag, which is dope. That's yeah. what I use my chatterbait rod, has an excess on it. And 
that's awesome. I've caught a couple of fish on that when they pull drag and you hear the clicking coming out and it's just great. It also they helps that on every freaking bait caster. I like so that. I, I'm a big fan of it for two reasons. Reason one, it sounds dope. Reason two, it kind of lets me know if my drag's too loose. Like if I'm not thinking about it and it just starts ripping drag out, I can I can I can correct that immediately. Yeah. Um, I hear it. It's an audible notification for me to not be stupid. Um, but yeah, that reel's sick. That's on my chatterbait rod, which is the uh, uh, the seven hundred four. I have two of those, mm-hmm. um, which I'm a fan of. I like it. I I'm gonna be starting to use nothing but the seven two four next for certain things. But uh, that rod's been great. I throw my chatters on it. I throw my uh, I'll sometimes throw swim jigs on it if I want to go a little bit heavier than the swim jig I already have tied on the other one. Like if I want to do like a 516th swim jig or something or an ouncer, I'll throw it on there. Mm-hmm. But that's one thing. So another rabbit hole we can go down to. Have you tried the big blade yet from Z-Man on the Chatterbaits? Nah, I probably won't. Dude, I want to, especially at that one place up north. I feel like that would do awesome. Get like a big one ounce big blade and throw it out there. Yeah. I think that would murk. Yeah. I'd like to throw a heavier chatterbait out there, but I don't, I don't know. I got yeah. three quarter ounce chatterbaits. Uh, I'm pretty sure next time we go out there, I'm just bringing three setups or I would have swim baits on them. If I don't catch a fish, I'm just not going to go home until I do. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let's do a little like review of the rods. Cause I know there's a couple people interested in hearing what we think about the rods um honest review like pro staff side just pros and cons um i i'll say i'll say starting off with just the lrs and the x matrix rods the x matrix rods is a lot more sensitive but they're more fragile than the lrs yes. rods. the lrs rods are like high modulus graphite like everything else out there uh much more durable, but not as not as uh, sensitive. Yep, which is, I mean, it's the same thing. I would agree with that 100%. So I throw big swim baits and top water on my LRS rods because A, they can stand up to whatever abuse I give them. And B, I'm not, I don't worry about the sensitivity with it. If I want sensitivity, I've got the X matrix rods for that. Um, I will say I haven't done it yet, but just seeing you break like 37 rods in two years. Well, uh, I'm stupid too. I do stupid crap. That's a hundred percent true. And they're not, I'm not saying that like you're going to load them in your car and they're going to break. Like I load X matrix rods in my car, my truck every day that aren't in my rod box and they're fine. But there is, there's, they're less forgiving if you do something stupid. Yeah. Like if you do something stupid, the tip will let you know that it, it's a very sensitive tip. And there's your, there, that's, that's honestly one of my only cons. Like I don't know if you have other things other than I'm a cork guy. So I wish they all came in cork and they weren't EVA. Yeah. But that's that's just a personal like there's nothing against them. It's just a personal. See, that's what, I don't like to get home. That's what drove me towards uh, Douglas was the EVA. I liked it. I, I like cork. It looks nice, but that EVA is just really like comfortable. Yeah, I mean EVA is. I just like the old school look of cork. Yeah, and if you take care of cork, you can seal it and soften it, and it no it gets don't do that. I like cork. I like cork when it's dirty. I think it looks better. It looks awesome. Well, you could make it look dirty with the right sealer, but if it's dirty, it's not water sealed, then it starts crumbling and falling apart. 
Like you need to, you need to seal it. I haven't had that happen, but I like I like that black, dirty cork look. Like I mean, yeah, that looks like if you seal it, it'll look like that. Like it, I mean, you can seal it to make it look brand new again. But yeah, I mean, I I, I enjoy having a dirtier looking cork. Like I'm looking at a couple Saint Croix that are brand new and a couple that are messed up, and I like the cork. I just like how it looks. That's not mm-hmm. a dig on them. Uh, they are substantially lighter than most other things I've played with on the market, other than like the legend series from St. Croix, they're pretty close. Mm-hmm. The Douglas are still lighter, but they're pretty close. And the legend rods are fantastic. Um, super light, super sensitive. Uh, and I love their real seats. So they're just standard Fuji real seats, but it's how mm-hmm. they have them set. It's like the perfect spot in my yeah. opinion. Like it's the perfect, butt to rod ratio where they have that seat. It just makes it feel more natural in my hand. I don't know. But to rod feels natural in your hand. Shut. I hate. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's yeah, what she Jim said. Moke. It is. It is what she said. But uh, but yeah. I mean, I don't have a whole lot of bad to say. The only thing I wish they had a little bit more entry level rod. But the bad thing with that, just so more people can get their hands on them. But with that, you sacrifice some stuff because obviously your build quality can't be the same at three hundred dollars and one hundred and ten dollars. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're competitively priced to everything else on the market, mm-hmm. in my opinion, for where they're at. Like, if you're looking for a mid-range rod, the LRS is competitively priced with your St. Croix and your Daiwas and your uh, Fenwicks, I guess. I'm not a huge fan of their rods, but they make some $200 rods. Um, mm. And then, the, in my opinion, the X-Matrix rods are cheaper than their competitors. Mm-hmm. At two ninety nine, I mean, there's rods that are like I said. I had Mega Bass Destroyer P twos and original Destroyer, not P two P fives, and original Destroyers and Orochis. Um, those are all in that two fifty. To the Destroyers are like five hundred dollars rods, and Jeez. the Douglas rods are better in my opinion, and they're two hundred dollars cheaper. So. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous, dude. That's too much for a rod. <laughs> uh, like I've said in the past, I didn't pay for that. I know where deals are. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but they're good rods. The, so there's a couple things that I got. Uh, I don't know if Douglas is like redesigning some of the rods or something, but the recent rod that I broke. So I, I got it. I got it snagged or something. I forget. I snagged it. I was going downstream through riffles because I'm stupid. I'll get one more cast. All right. One more cast before I got to turn around and go through this riffle. Well, I didn't do that. I just kept floating backwards and casting like an idiot. I got snagged, so I was going downstream. My drag's going zzzz. I was mm-hmm. like, crap. So I started, like, whipping it, you know, to, like, to pop it out. That bait came flying back, smashed the tip, and just broke it in half. And, mm. like, I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm. I was so mad. That was an X-Matrix rod. So if it was an LRS rod, I don't think that would have happened because I've done it a couple times on the LRS rods. But... Well, did you have like a lot of slack out and then you pulled it out and it came back? No, I had it tight. And I did the bow and no, arrow trick and it just came I, shooting out. Yeah, I know. I'm tracking that. But did you have like line out? Like you had a good bit of line out? Yeah, because yeah, I was downstream from the bridge. Yeah. So it was almost. Okay. It was almost like unlucky that it hit your rod tip. Yeah. So, I mean, what was it? A Ned rig? No, it was a big Joshi. What, quarter ounce or eighth? Three sixteenths. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. 
Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I mean, a 316th coming at mock Jesus back to your rod tip. I mean, there's a good, there's a good chance that's going to break a lot of rods out there. Yeah. Uh, the only thing, like, again, I haven't had it happen yet. I've been close to where I got one of my tips stuck in some grass and I kept floating and I couldn't, like, stop myself in time. And I almost, yeah. like, it looked like it was going to break in half. And I, like, had yep. to like, hit my button and push the rod, pull the rod back and everything to where I just cut my line because I didn't want my rod to break. Um, that's a good but, idea. I need to start doing that. Uh, another con I do have a con. I hate their hook keepers. Yeah, like, that, that was I my big thing. Man. I don't like the hook keeper design. They're either in a weird spot, like the spinning rods. I understand a lot of people put their hook keeper down, like near the butt of the rod. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that. I'd rather it be up farther, like above the reel. Yeah, just even so, if it's right above the reel. Yeah, my replacement rod that I got for the one that I just broke, the it's above the reel. It used to be below the reel on the, or yeah, below the reel. I was like, that's a welcoming surprise. I like that. Yeah, like that's like I'm I'm a fan of that. And then on mm. the bait or on the X Matrix casting rods, the bait keepers, it comes out at like almost like an L, and it's two little pieces to where if you fit your hook in there, it's all. Like you have to go sideways in there to get it stuck in, or you can just push your hook up to where it holds on the shank. It's too tight to do it. It's either way. too tight or cause that's how I do most of mine, or I've done it enough to where it's loose now. And the, the, if it loses any tension and gets slack in the line, it'll just roll off. Yeah. And then I, I like, got... I'll get my rod box and find lures just on the thing. And my line's all tangled and then I'm just ticked off. So <laughs> my LRS seven, four, four F rod, it, it has, it's just two, two. Uh, well, it's just one piece of wire, but it goes down like a U, and it doesn't mm-hmm. go tight against the rod. My bait always falls out of that. That's what I was nuts. talking about. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes down like a U. Like on the spinning rods, that on that, like if they move the same bait keeper up, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that because they've all held. It's not a big deal, but it's on the casting rods. If I lose any that little U that comes out, if I lose any yep. tension, it just rolls right off. Yep. And I've got line, especially in a rod box. I've got line everywhere. It's annoying. Uh, I'm already having to fight treble hooks and rod socks, so I'm already ticked off. I'm having to do that, so I don't want to add anything else to it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, if they did, if they are redesigning rods, I wouldn't be surprised if I broke one and I got one that had a different bait keeper to fix that issue. And they might be trying stuff out. I mean, they might be sending you, like, new, different, like, different stuff. Like, I really hope, I really hope a BFS rod comes out from them. Because I can just imagine how light it would be and how awesome it would be. Because it could probably throw lighter than what I'm throwing now. And, like, I just I just want it to happen. That would be sweet. I want it to happen. The uh, well, There was one other thing I was going to say. I just forget. Oh, the, the grip. So, my old rod that I broke just recently, mm-hmm. it had the grip below it. The big part of the grip was below it. So, I... I used to hold three fingers above the reel, two under the reel on the neck. Yeah. Uh, the new rod I got, awesome surprise because I love it. The uh, actual grip is above the reel now, and then the little parts below it. 
So I like holding I like holding my spinning rods above the reel. I got more control of the rod. I'm I'm the same way. I do I do it mostly a pro is from them is the back of the blank, like where your rod sits is open. So you have just bare blank right there. Yeah. So you can like I can really like especially the Ned rig if I throw it out because you're waiting for those little subtle bites, I can feel the blank. So if I get a tick or anything, I can feel it where my hand's at. Let's me know to either pay attention or a fish has my bait before you see the line moving or something stupid. Um, which is why I use high vis line, everybody out there for finesse techniques. High vis line, Alberto mm -hmm. not fluorocarbon. Yep. yep. High high yellow or the super fluorescent green or pink. That Whatever. blue Shimano line looks sweet. I want to try it. It does. I've heard some bleeding issues though. Oh, yeah, never mind then. That the, that the line bleeds. Spider wire did that and it made my hand all green. Yeah, dude, it sucks. <laughs> uh, I've never had any issue with I'm using I mean braid wise, I've always either been smacked down. Now I'm starting to use the sun line. I can't pronounce it. It's like A S A G I or something weird, a gazi or something. Hmm. Um that stuff's awesome. It casts better than my SmackDown does, and it casts better than Suffix 131 does, which is great. Um, so I'm pumped with that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I the pros definitely outweigh the cons for these rods. Uh, I've never had... I mean, the only other issues I have with them would be the same issues I have with every rod. Like, my, I'll, I'll make my Alberta not stupid tiny, but it'll still want to get stuck in the guides occasionally. Mm -hmm. not a huge deal i mean doesn't really bother me but I, I never have that issue i mean they're super 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 tiny actually i take that back never mind i'm an idiot that's my hyuga rod for my bfs system it always gets stuck in the top guide you, I, I can make the smallest knot ever and it'll still get stuck in that top guide so never mind. not about douglas um the X, the 610, I've never had any issues with that now that i'm thinking about it i just haven't thrown it i think i only threw that rod in the beginning of the year January, February, and then down Dale Hollow. Yeah. I haven't thrown it since. Oh, yeah. Then, you, you, you started throwing it after I caught fish deep with the Ned Rig. That's the only reason I picked it up. Well, I caught my first fish in Dale Hollow on a Ned Rig yeah. back in a little pocket, and it was like a 12-incher. And I was like, all right. So I threw it for five more minutes. I was like, dude, if I just want to throw a Ned Rig, I'd stay at home. I'd just stay yeah. in Ohio and fish the rivers. So I put it back down. I was like, I'm done. I want to fish. I want to power fish which led to nothing because like no one caught any fish on power fishing except for those like five I caught on the chatterbait yep. when everyone else kept going down. I was like, hmm. well, we heard you yelling. It's like, yeah. oh, Matt, I caught, Matt caught another one. <laughs> Dude, it was rough, man. Cause I caught that one fish and then like you and Justin are pulling them off with jigs. And of course I forgot my, I didn't bring any jigs with me cause I'm an idiot. And <laughs> of all the, like, I brought like five, like of these, tackle full i had no jigs and the one jig brad let me have i lost i, I try to throw back to him and i missed the throw and it went in the depths of dale hollow like 40 foot of water i was just telling justin about that this past weekend because he he let me he gave me his phone to take a picture of him mm -hmm. after he caught a fish i was like you want yeah. me to throw it back to you like matt threw my jig he's like yeah you should do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude i mean i felt a i felt bad because it's a jig master jig a they're awesome b they're expensive well, they're not really expensive. They're yeah. not as everybody else. But you, I mean, just it's you have to. Sh they don't sell in stores, so you got to wait for them to get there and stuff. Um, so I caught a fish like all day the rest of the day after I caught that one little Ned, and I was like, "This is stupid." And uh, I'm looking at this sandbar comes up, and I was like, "Man, I was looking." I looked over, it looked deeper. I was like, "I bet after the rain, fish haven't got out of there." 
because it's only like six inches deep. So I pulled my motor up, went back in there, and I caught five on a chatterbait within. It was tall grass. I was power fishing. It was great. And I started awesome. every fish I got. I was just yelling. Yeah, and I, I once I get back up there, I'm motoring up like happy, like if I don't catch another fish, I don't care. And Brad's like, "We heard you catching fish." I was like, "Yes, I was," and it was awesome. <laughs> and then I got to rub it in Shane's face because he threw that same chatterbait all day and to get a fish, and I got five. Oh yeah, so, that's because I got my limit on a chatterbait. I I limited it at like 71 inches or 72 inches that day, late in the day. And he got beat by his wife. He did get beat by his wife, Shane. If you're listening, <laughs> you suck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding um but yeah i mean do you have any closing thoughts on douglas like any other cons or anything like that no uh, overall i love i love the rods uh, it was my first high-end rod that i ever used so i was kind of you know stuck after that i kind of wish it was the first one i would ever used because then i wouldn't have wanted to move to anything else i've jumped from st croix well Daiwa, st croix X Prides, mm-hmm. St. Croix again, Mega Bass, and now Douglas. So, like, I'm happy that I don't have to change again until some. I mean, you know, we'll see. But I can only imagine how much Douglas they're they're already tweaking stuff. I'm excited. Hopefully this year. I don't know. I have no. I'm like I'm not hinting at anything. Anybody. I have no clue. But it'd be dope if a new rod came out or something like that, like a new series or that would be cool. That'd be sick. So. But, I don't know, man. I like being part of Douglas, though. They're a small company. I like, I like, mm-hmm. I like the uh, small company aspect of it. Yeah, small company. I mean, if we ever need anything, we got we can text somebody and talk to them about it. If we have questions, you know, they're they're interested in setting up in the industry. Um, they're gonna, you know, we'll have a we have whenever we need a booth if we're doing a show or something for Loveland or paddle fest coming up which paddle fest if you're a ohio listener paddle fest is august 5th uh along with loveland canoe and paddle fest we're going to be running a tournament uh it's a it's right on tourney x uh we can we'll link it so you can see it um but we have fellow paddle or uh paddle and fin hosts are going to be our judges which is awesome yep and uh there's some great prizes douglas is throwing in something Bio Bioeno Energy's throwing in something a, a thirty amp hour battery. I mean, there's going to be some dope stuff. So yeah, that's a August August fifth, right? It's a Friday, mm-hmm. so we opened up the times from like six a.m. to seven p.m. just in case somebody had to work and then they could fish yeah. after work. Yeah, it's well, it's awesome. So you guys, you have your guys who, and if you can't make the weigh in, you win. You're still going to get paid out. You don't have to be at weigh in to win pretty sure we decided that so if you let's say you work in the afternoon or the evening and you can fish in the morning fish in the morning you get if you get your limit or whatever then you're good for the rest of the day and if you're you just fish, if you hmm. just got to be there for the uh prizes yeah for like raffle yeah yeah the raffle you need to be at the weigh-in that's gonna be for that but actual tournament winnings like if you put up 90 inches or something crazy and you win it and you can only fish in the morning and you can't be at the weigh-in we'll we'll take care of that for you like we're not gonna be like oh it sucks to be that sucks you have to work and pay your bills you know we're not yeah. gonna do that way yeah that's stupid. so yeah i agree um but yeah uh i pretty much don't have anything else i think in a later date we'll really dive into kind of what our combos are not really talk about you know technique either still but just dive in a little bit more we can show them we'll have them with us all mine are in my truck and i like i told brad i was like yeah i just didn't want to bring them in because there's a lot of work 
So I just didn't bring them in, so I didn't show any. So, but a later date, we can kind of dive into them a little bit more, show you, you know, pros and cons of reels and stuff that we've used, things like that. And then uh, anything you guys want to hear or watch or listen to for a show, DM me or Brad, and we'll get you set up. Yeah, buddy. Brandon Paddle and Finn logo there for everybody. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. It's all good, though. I don't got anything else, so we're good. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. If you've tuned in this long, been a nice little hour. Good show. Just talking, shooting shit, which is going to be nice until uh, once iCast rolls around. I'll tell you, everybody, it's going to be beat feet to the ground because we're going to have shows every week about new products coming out. So, Sounds good. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next week with some other random topic or whatever. Have a good one. Don't spend all your money in one place. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Finn. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be sure to check us out on Waypoint TV, waypointtv.com. Make sure you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash paddleandfin. Don't forget to check out the website paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination. Go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. Join me, Chef Jean-Paul Bourgeois, and the whole crew here at Duck Camp Dinners every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Birds up in the sky. to go with like just full-blown redneck on these fish. This is like high-tech cane pole fishing right here. From the white sandy beaches to the crystal blue waters, enjoy the best fishing Panama City Beach has to offer during Chasing the Sun, Sundays at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.